Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have to start the whole thing over again because I forgot. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the broadcast. I already did the opening once. I thought Mixler started, but when I clicked the button, it didn't start. Software issues. Actually, I think it's more my fault than anything else. I'll explain later. All right. Let's try this again. This time with the proper shit in place. Like I said, I'll explain in a few minutes. And before any wise ass gets any smart ideas, it has nothing to do with the days of the week or anything like that. Got it? Good. Glad we understand each other. Good evening and welcome to Firefox News Online. Tonight's talking points is going to kind of cover the departure of Andrew Cuomo. So, here goes. Bye-bye, motherfucker. Now we have Governor Hochul. She was the lieutenant governor under Cuomo. Now the curious question here is, um, if you're the lieutenant governor of a governor who is sexually harassing 11 women, and you're a woman, uh, how much of this nonsense are you going to put up with? Obviously, you put up with a lot of it because you seem to be oblivious, clueless. And if that's the case, hmm, should you be governor? Well, I'll tell you what, Governor Hochul, here's the deal. I'm going to give you the same rules that baseball uses, the three-strike rule. If you fail to wipe out the New York Safe Act entirely because it is unconstitutional, that'll be strike one. Strike two is if you fail to find ways to allow the state of New York to reopen fully, so that people can go back to work, many of them, uh, especially those who have been waiting to go back to work because their businesses are shut down still. You don't find a way to fix that. Therein lies strike two. Strike three is if you do anything that would give Cuomo an out from, say, criminal prosecution, charges are brought against him officially. That would be strike three, and you'd be gone because, well, quite frankly, I don't think a lot of people in New York trust any Democrat in their party right now. I'm talking about the Democrats that support Democrats. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you're a registered Democrat in the state of New York, do yourself a huge fucking favor. Don't vote Democrat when it comes to the governor's race. Put a Republican in the damn governor's mansion. I mean, seriously. It's the better option. And demand that the SAFE Act be abolished completely. Okay? Now moving on to the 
illegitimate, the illegal, the immoral, the boneheaded, the... Getting the uh, picture as to who I'm talking about yet? Well, let me give you another clue. Dementia possibility, Alzheimer's maybe, guy who calls himself the president of the United States, Joe Biden. He ain't no president. I didn't vote for him. He stole the election. And if nobody likes it, fuck them. Oh, by the way, if um, the DOJ still considers people that talk about a stolen election to be potential terrorists. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, the Department of Justice uh, and Department of Homeland Security. If you think I'm a terrorist because I just said that, fuck you. Kiss my ass. I'll even mark the spot. I serve my country to defend the right of others to speak freely. And if you don't like what I just said, I'll mark the spot and you can kiss my ass. Now, Joe Biden, here we go again. The man doesn't know what he's doing. We know this. And it shows in what he is, well, doing as far as Afghanistan. Jesus Christ, this guy is about as much fun as watching grass grow. You know, I mean, seriously, the guy is a fucking looney tune. He's about couple of hundred rocks shy of a box of rocks. And seriously, I think the man has either Alzheimer's or dementia because when it comes to Afghanistan, he makes all these outlandish statements, lies about it. I mean, seriously, America, when the fuck are you going to wake up? I hope and pray, and I, I'll tell you again, um, they're too scared to try and cheat again. And if anybody disagrees with me, that's fine. But I stand by my gut feeling on this. They will not cheat again. They're not going to be that stupid. They are stupid, but they're not that stupid. They know that the audits have caught them dead to rights. And my gut feelings have not failed me. So there you go. But when it comes to 2022, we're going to have... Republicans taking over the Senate, taking over the Congress, because the only thing separating the um, Republicans are five seats, possibly six. All right? And if that's the case, well, guess what? Easy victory. Easy takeover. And once the Republicans get control of the House and the Senate, you know what? I, if I were in their shoes... I would file articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. And I would make them stick. And then impeach his fucking ass. And then when it goes to the Senate trial, something tells me that motherfucker is going to be gone, gone, gone. He's not Donald Trump. He's not going to be able to win. His blowhard brain cells that have absolutely nothing left to them will no doubt in my mind, screw him over in the Senate trial. And who in their right mind would defend this asshole? So Republicans are going to take the House, they're going to take the Senate, and they're going to have to impeach this cocksucker. 25th Amendment may not be an option unless they fail with the impeachment and the impeachment trial. So we're going to have to play a wait-and-see game 
but I firmly believe the Senate and the Congress will be taken back by the Republicans. I have a gut feeling that's strong as hell on that one. Just like it's strong as hell on the Democrats not cheating in 2022 or 2024. Regardless of what anyone else says, my gut feelings have not failed me. Also, let's look at something else that's going on as I finish up my talking points. Apparently, the CIA director secretly met with with the Taliban leader in Kabul. Really? So the CIA director goes to Kabul and secretly meets with the Taliban leader. Why the fuck did he do that? Well, I've got a story here from Newsmax that may shed some light on that. But really, what what was the purpose of that? You're meeting with the leader of a terrorist organization. You're meeting with a man whose organization trained the terrorists from Al-Qaeda who attacked us using our own planes on 9-11 20 years ago. The plane that hit the Pentagon. The planes that hit the Twin Towers. The plane that would have hit either the Capitol Dome or the White House was diverted to Shanksville and taken down by the passengers. And uh, just so you know, I don't give a fuck about the conspiracy theories around Building 7. That's why I don't listen to them. But the bottom line is, the Taliban trained Al-Qaeda, and they attacked us with our own shit. Well, now the Taliban has $8.1 billion of military hardware that, quite frankly, they shouldn't have at all. It should have either been brought back with us or destroyed. But it wasn't. So now the Taliban have control of that. Gee, what are they going to do with it? Well, they can figure out how to work it. They're not as stupid as some people would have you believe. And like I've always said, don't uh, underestimate the enemy. Don't ever underestimate the enemy. Now, do I underestimate the enemy? Fuck no. But if the CIA director is meeting with the Taliban leader in Kabul, and the CIA is supposed to be working for America, well, they get their instructions from the White House from time to time, and that means that Biden has them in their pocket. Hmm. Let's see. Do I need to spell it out for you, America? Probably not. It's not hard to figure out. Biden and his cronies are actually giving aid and comfort to the enemy. And that's treason, is treason. And if you haven't figured it out, Congress Republicans or Senate Republicans, then you need to grow a brain cell and figure it out. Because if I can, then you should be able to as well. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast globally on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time as always 
for the rest of the story. Okay. Oops. Turn off the volume on the board there. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I've got good news and I've got bad news. Good news is Good news is, I'm here. We're all here. We're live, large, and in charge. But the bad news is, my browser decided to be a fuck-up. But the good news is, I think I got it working again. The bad news is, well, there is no more bad news. Never mind. (laughs) Well, there is a tiny bit of bad news. I can't find my eyeglasses. I'm serious. I don't know why it is. I I always I set them down and then I completely forget where the fuck I put things. Especially my eyeglasses. Well, hopefully I'll be able to read things tonight where I uh won't have too much trouble. But we'll just have to see. And Gunslinger, yes, I am grateful that you reminded me of that of that item. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. It's in the chat room anyway, so a couple of the other guys in the chat room see it too. All right, here's the deal. Now, excuse me. My dinner is not being very fair to me tonight. I kept it simple. I didn't feel like cooking, so I had a couple of sandwiches. Good sandwiches, too. Turkey, ham, and cheese on wheat with mustard. All right. So let's see here. Voiced, I open up the phone line. 347-945-5000. 347-945-5747. And I want to make sure I, before I actually go to the, to the two callers I have presently, let me go to the viewers on Twitch. So let's see. My viewers on Twitch are Iggy Mom's in the house. Another TV viewers hanging out with us. EQ Love and a troll. Well, we will fix that. Right now. That takes care of that problem. Now, if there's one thing I've learned is that people who are assholes will always be assholes. 
kind of like Governor Cuomo here in the state of New York. He's a dickhead, a moron, a fuck-up, a screw-up, just like the guy that I just kicked out of my chat on uh, Twitch. Let's face the reality. You get caught doing stupid, you're going to get kicked out for stupid. Cuomo got kicked out of the governor's house. Yes, he re- technically he resigned, but you get the idea. Anyway. <laughs> uh, now, why did that come on again? Thank you. I sound in the chat room turned itself back on again. All right. Now, where was I? Oh, yes. So, Iggy Mom, another TV viewer, Cherokee Rose, and EQ Love is in the house. So, in the Mixler chat room, I've got Billy <coughs> Gunslinger and the Crazy Cajun. Now, Billy, you just had some Twinkies. I, they're not the same as they used to be. I hate to tell you that. The Twinkies that are being made today are a lot, are just a little bit smaller than the ones that were made, say, way, way back in the day. Okay? And they tasted a hell of a lot better than the ones that are out there now. Trust me. I've had Hostess cakes. I know. I've got that. <laughs> going on (laughs) anyway so let's see oh you got the biggins okay anyway joining me on the phone lines are gunslinger and mike from louisiana Gentlemen, good to have you here. Oh, but before I go any further, uh, let me find out first from the the Lone Star State. Okay. Now, you guys get some good weather down. Good for you, then. For me, it would be awfully bad. I mean, uh, when you're talking uh, over 100 degrees and shit, uh, trust me, I wouldn't melt, but at the same time, I wouldn't be happy either. So, and probably it would help if I put my headphones on so I could actually hear what you guys are saying. <laughs> so let me let me do that while I'm thinking about it. Oh boy! I, I was wondering because if you were saying something, I wasn't hearing you. Not without my headphones. So, Gunslinger, how is that crazy old weather down your way? I don't, it wasn't too bad. It only got up to 97, I think it was. Heat index was about 105, you know, that's typical. But we're in for a cool down starting next week. That's a good thing. It's only going to hit 90. So that's actually a, hell, we're having a fucking uh, cold wave, I guess you want to call it. But um, it's, you know, it's the end, the end of uh, August, you know, it's typical for this time of year. But going good good so far. At least we're not having 60 days at 100 plus. I was a bitch <laughs> a few years ago. 
Mm. Well, I think I think Mother Nature is giving us the uh, the final blast of heat for the for the summer. Uh, right now it's seventy three, but it feels like eighty two outside. Right now tomorrow, what, Thursday and Friday, here in my neck of the woods, we're going to be at the low nineties, which means our feel like temperature is going to be a little bit higher. Which sucks. <laughs> and quite frankly, my air conditioner is going to be working overtime. But I'd rather it be working overtime than not at all. But here's, the, here's what gets me. Now, we're going to have 91 on Wednesday, 92 on Thursday, 90 on Friday... But Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, 78, 80, and 83, respectively. Hey, personally, personally, I, you know, I can live with the 78. I can deal with the 80 and 83, but 91, 92, and 90. Ugh. <laughs> I hate it, especially with the humidity. Ugh. So let's just bear in mind it could be worse. Um, so, of course, uh, Cherokee Rose is saying hi, Gunslinger and Mike. So uh, yeah. be sure to, to send her a howdy doodle. You know, don't want to leave her sitting, 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 feeling like she's a lonely, all alone by her and all that stuff. You know, she's being polite and saying hi to you. Ah, ah. Cherokee Rose says where she is, it reached 102 today. And it's a dry heat there, too. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be parched beyond parched. (laughs) I mean, seriously, my throat would would be so dry, the Sahara Desert wouldn't have anything on it. All right, hundred and two and dry heat. Mm. Not good. Well, you know, I, I really get a little. I'm getting a little tired of this. I've got some apps that I don't use very often, but Google. Just changed the settings in my, in, uh, for my for the apps that I don't use that often, and took away the permissions for them in my phone. Now I'm getting a little sick and tired of Android. Go figure. Wow, this is going to be fun. (laughs) There it is. 
No, I mean, seriously. Here I am. Uh, I just glanced over at my phone. And sure enough, oh, you son of a bitch. Now I'm getting pissed. Fucking browser just closed my... I, went, I click on the tab for the switchboard, and it closes in front of my face. While the other tabs are still open. Now, where was I? Oh, yeah. There is... Let's see. There's something here that uh, Gunslinger brought to my attention. I have it saved in here. No, I gotta go to Facebook. He said he, he posted in uh, you posted that in the in the Facebook uh, FFNO news and topic uh, messenger chat. If I'm not mistaken. So let me see. I do believe it is there. I had to log into Facebook for this one. Let me go to the messenger. Uh, by the way, Gunslinger, I like that one image you posted, uh, the last image you posted with the Humvee. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah. But I hate to say it, that's an upgrade for them. Yep. That would be an upgrade. Uh, where is that CNN? Where's that CNN thing? Gunslinger, um... I'm having a little trouble finding that CNN item. And now, because I my I slipped off the mouse, it jumped up to ten minutes to two in the morning. Gunslinger, could you do me a favor? If you if you if you have that link, I'm already on get into it. it Billy. In the mixer chat room right now. Don't beat you to it. Cool beans. Thank you, sir. You must have anticipated my, my request. Uh-huh. Don't beat you to ah. it. Yep. Now, listen carefully, folks, and then I'm going to get into tonight's uh, items for discussion. There is no set topic. But there is a a particular motif. 
and I'm sure you'll all be able to figure it out within seconds. If not, then I'll try and help you along with it, I think. That's what the host of a show is supposed to do, you know. Or try to, I think. Yeah, I've been doing this long enough. I, I know what I'm doing. Of course I know what I'm doing. But no, there's no set topic tonight, but there are items uh, that I'll be bringing up for discussion. Excuse me? Why is it when I, when I start the broadcast, my body decides, oh, George, hey, it's time to take a nap. That sucks. <laughs> Come on, now, man. Now, this comes from... Tr- yeah, tell me about it, Mike. Tell me about it. By the way, how are you doing? I didn't even—I almost forgot about. I completely forgot about you, brother. How's everything down there in the in, in the in the land of the Cajun? Oh, uh, you know, I. You know, it's it, we we get the same type of weather that gunslinger gets at times, and and it's it's pretty good. At least I don't have to. I got a different kind of Democrat. I don't have to deal with. Well, he's soon to be civilian monkey tits, but uh, no, Go- uh, Governor Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo is is no longer governor. Right, so he he, he is civilian monkey tits. He's gone. Tits. He's, he's he is the civilian monkey, the civilian monkey tits. Yes, he is Mister yep. Monkey Tits. And I still I still say this: if if these women do not so Sue him for his pension. Is what fifty thousand dollar a year pension or whatever it is that that mm. he's going to get? They're missing out. Yeah. They're, they're not smart at all if they don't sue him for that pension. I'm sure they're they're talking with their lawyers about it, Mike. I I, I wouldn't uh, put it past them. I mean, let's face it: eleven women sexually harassed, one actually fondled. Now think about that for a minute. He sexually harasses all of these women, and one and one woman out of the eleven, he reaches up her blouse, and fondles her breasts. Really? Uh, if she didn't consent to that, brother, you are in deeper shit than you think. <laughs> Believe it. All right. Now, Gunslinger brought this, put this, uh, sent this into the chat, into the FFNO uh, news and chat messenger there. I'm glad he reposted the link in the chat room. <laughs> I saw there was a, a message in the chat room on Mixler. <laughs> I went back to it. Gunslinger, you are a trip, man. You so... Thank you. I needed a good laugh at the moment. We're about to have another one, but uh, this one's really good. He said, and I quote, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm sure he's too modest to say it himself on the air. Bullshit he is. He'll say it anyway. Hey, don't insult Titty Tuesday. I'm not insulting it. <laughs> Hell, Titty Tuesday, I embrace it. Now, that was with the comment from Monkey Tits, you know, the, the ex-governor of your great 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, see, yeah. Oh boy, I'm not sure quite what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I was about to ask the dumbest question of the of the night so far. I was about to ask, are we having fun yet? Right, what he said. Okay, now let me get to. I'm not gonna be able to get to this. Stop laughing. Okay, let me get my composure here. Okay. Setting the composure. For those of you watching on video, yes, I am centering myself. Of course, if you're not watching on video, uh, no, I'm not going to say what I just did because it's being silly, what I just did. So That's all you really need to know. I was being silly. Anyway. From a uh, Facebook page, Fighting for Traditional American Values, on July 17th of 2019, they posted the following. Check this out, folks. I'm glad Gunslinger brought, uh, brought this up because quite interesting. I think and it's, and it's one hell of a good joke. Anything involving CNN is a hell of a good joke. Because CNN is a joke. A CNN reporter walks into a neighborhood tavern and is about to order a drink when he sees a guy at the end of the bar wearing a Make America Great Again hat. It didn't take an Einstein to know the guy was a Donald Trump supporter. The CNN guy shouts over to the bartender loudly enough that everyone in the bar could hear. Drinks for everyone in here, bartender, except for that Trump supporter. After the drinks were handed out, the Trumps, the Trump, excuse me, indigestion, pardon me, disgusting, I know. If I didn't do that, I'd be throwing up in a second. It's not fair. I'm in the middle of reading something and I have to belch. Not fun. Behave yourself, stomach. Now, anyway. I'll read that line again, so this way I, I can remember where I left off. After the drinks were handed out, the Trump guy gives the CNN guy a big smile, waves at him, and says in an equally loud voice, Thank you. This infuriates the CNN reporter, so he once again loudly orders drinks for everyone except the guy wearing the Trump hat. As before, this doesn't seem to bother the Trump guy. He just continues to smile and again yells, Thank you. So the CNN guy again loudly orders drinks for everyone except the Trump guy. And again, the Trump guy just smiles and yells back, Thank you. At, the, at that point, the aggravated CNN reporter asks the bartender, what the hell is the matter with that Trump supporter? I've ordered three rounds of drinks for everyone in the bar but him, and all the silly ass does is smile and thank me. 
Is he nuts? Uh. Ah, shit. Nope, replies the bartender. He owns the place. <laughs> Damn, it fell out of my fucking chair. Now, of course, you can replace CNN with New York with the New York with New York Times, Washington Post, MSNBC, CBS, NBC, or ABC, and it would still work. Thanks, Gunslinger. <laughs> this was I like this. Well, I mean, you can fact, you can. You could replace that guy with anybody from those papers, you, those places you named, to the Chicago Sun-Times, the L.A. Times, et cetera, et cetera. I think et cetera. people got the point. Yeah. Yeah, I think people got the point with, you know, with, the, with the liberal rags mentioned. But yeah, any liberal rag or liberal TV station um, would fit nice. Absolutely, I don't. I don't disagree with that at all. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, I'm going to save this in a Word document. Because I want to want to keep it. Uh, that do that do that did that once too often. Now I really wish I knew why my mouse will not scroll. Excuse me. God, I am getting tired of having gas. You know my initial spell the word. It is still annoying. All right. <laughs> well, it is. It's annoying. Well, what do you expect? Uh, you, you, your initial spell the word. I just said that. <laughs> I mean... Did your mother have any inkling that giving you those initials was gonna cause was gonna cause you this problem? Well, at the time, and all jokes aside, Mike, at the time, the doctors didn't know if I was going if Mom and I were gonna live or not. Wow. My name was given to me because the priest needed a name for last rites. Yeah. There was no there was no way of knowing for sure that mom and I were going to survive. So they called the priest in to administer last rites to both of us. And when the priest said to my mother, uh, for for these last rites, I, I I need a name to give this for this child to be given. For this child, what do you name this child? So my mother said, you know, George A. I'm not going to say what, well, I've said it on this show. George, she said George Allen. And of course, you know, he's giving the last rites and everything. But thankfully, obviously, mom and I survived. 
So, you know, um, but the thing is, you know, they didn't know at the time if we would or not. Because mom was carrying twins, and she didn't know she was carrying twins. We're talking about 1963. All right. So, long story short, by the time I've said that, it's already too late. Um, as much as I joke about my middle, my full initials, it is also a very heavy reminder that, by the grace of God, I am lucky to be alive today. And that my name was given to me not because mom chose it after agonizing over all the different names and everything, but because there was no guarantee that either her or herself or I would have survived. Trust me. I may joke about my initials, but I do it because I can but there is a more serious note to that alright been been kind of delaying this whole shit and shebang long enough time to get this puppy started okay really get it started because you know I've got some stories here that I want to get to for discussion and I think it's only fair now, I'm going to start with this to get it out of the way. Before I even, I'm going to open this up. But let me be clear on something. I do not like InfoWars. I cannot stomach Alex Jones. I never, ever want to hear any of his shit mentioned on this show, ever, not once. I don't want his name brought up, his show brought up. The only reason it's being brought up now is because Gateway Pundit brought something up. Now, I will defend his right to speak, as he does. But that doesn't mean I have to accept, I have to have it brought up here. I think he's a crackpot. One of his hosts, a guy named Owen Schroyer, was released after turning himself in to the FBI. Political persecution. Listen carefully, folks. Listen carefully, everyone. Per- political persecution is now happening on a mass scale. This is according to the Gateway Pundit. So this could happen to any one of us who are podcasters. Never mind just... Uh, Shit for brains and and his and and his conspiracy theory nut job network. And the FBI and Joe Biden's Justice Department is escalating. Okay, hold on a second, folks. It's having a little trouble with my throat, and I didn't want to clear my throat on the air. It would have been very rude and loud. Okay, so the the FBI and Biden's Justice Department is escalating its eight-month manhunt 
on Americans who dare protest the fraud-ridden election of Joe Biden by attempting to make an example of InfoWars host Owen Schroyer. Schroyer was released hours after he turned himself in on Monday morning after learning the FBI issued a warrant for his arrest on Friday. Now, he said on on a Monday broadcast, they held me for a couple of hours. I got in front of a judge and was able to negotiate the terms of my release. I have very strict conditions on that release. I am going to abide by them. As far as any details go, I am going to say I am not going to talk about it. You'll have to address any questions or concerns to my attorney. I have a big legal fight ahead of me. Schroyer's crime? Uh, Attending Donald Trump's speech alongside thousands of Americans and then walking around Capitol Hill? In a complaint filed last Thursday, the FBI Joint Terrorism Task Force. Let me read that first line of the paragraph again. In a complaint filed last Thursday, the FBI Joint Terrorism Task Force charges Schroyer with two federal crimes in connection with the January 6th riot. Illegally entering a restricted area on Capitol grounds and disorderly conduct. The disorderly conduct charges stem from Troyer marching to the Capitol, standing in a restricted area outside the building and shouting, they stole the election, we know they stole, we know they stole it, and we aren't going to accept it. Troyer was previously barred from demonstrating on Capitol grounds in 2019 after accusing Democrat with Representative Jerry Nadler of treason during a House Judiciary Committee hearing on the second impeachment of Trump. As the federal government attempts to bankrupt patriots with exorbitant lawsuits, conservatives are no longer welcome on the primary platforms used crowdfunding. Schroyer launched a legal fund on GoFundMe over the weekend, but shortly after it amassed approximately $23,000 in donations, the anti-freedom platform suspended his account. Now, Schroyer maintains his innocence, never had intentions for any violence, and contends his crew sought to quell civil unrest during civil unrest during the civil unrest on January 6. I am going to have to mount this defense and your support at defendowen.com is going to be key. I am an innocent man. I am a God-loving man. I am a good man and I never went there to do any of the things that they that they're claiming. This is what Schroyer explained on Saturday. It is widely believed that this is nothing short of total political persecution. That is now happening in this country on a mass scale. 
It's obvious I am innocent. I had no intent. The timing of it doesn't even make sense. I never went into the building. We never... We were never restricted anywhere as far as our walking is concerned. Capitol Police never tried to stop us. There were never any barricades we had to get over. And we again tried to coordinate with Capitol Police saying, hey, Alex Jones could try to stop this. Body cam footage of InfoWars crew members' encounters with Capitol Police confirms Schroyer's account. You'll notice you don't see or hear me much around the Capitol because I am just there as a journalist covering it. When I am down the street doing promo video talking about 1776 or doing a report, I am there as a journalist, Schroyer said. Is journalism illegal? I don't think so. There was never any intent to disrupt anything. There was never any plan or coordination. There was never any desire for violence. In fact, it was all the exact opposite. We were there because we wanted the congressional process to go on. We were there because we wanted to have a peaceful demonstration that we thought could change America for the better. Walking alongside Schroyer and detail security, Alex Jones is heard in the raw footage warning the crowd through a bullhorn to refrain from engaging in confrontations with the police. Well, now there's a surprise. We are not the communist BLM. We are patriots. We are peaceful. And we're here because we love America, and we love each other, and we love the truth, Jones declared. Yeah, the truth to him is whatever he says it is other than this. Sorry, not buying. Now we will march to the other side where we have a stage, where we can speak and occupy peacefully. Tell everybody behind you, march to the other side. You guys are great, but the police and provocateurs have caused a problem and the police are throwing flash grenades. More than 600 Americans are languishing in jail for protesting in D.C. on January 6th. Many stepped in the people's house for just minutes and didn't raise a fist, yet endure solitary confinement as the government destroys their lives and tears their families apart. Clearly, Joe Biden and his Justice Department and the news media don't care how many lives they destroy in this process. Bear with me, folks. I mouse just want to scroll again. I think I got to fix. I got to get a mouse. This is a real pivotal moment, I believe, for America. Schroeder said, "You want to talk about collusion? You want to talk about intent? What was the co- the conclusion and intent on January 6? What was the federal government's involvement with that? What about the media and them building up?" The hype. Maybe if I was in D.C. 
of June of 2020, attacking police officers, burning buildings. If I were doing that, then they wouldn't be interested in me. That would be okay. Now, let me, before I go to, go to my callers, let me be clear on something. I have a deep, deep dislike and disgust with Alex Jones. But something he said was the only truthful thing to ever come out of, come outside of his pie hole. Love of country. <clears throat> At least that much he tells the truth of. Everything, everything else that has ever come out of his mouth, as far as I'm concerned, is, is bullshit. Especially what he said about, 20, about the events of 20 years ago. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave that alone. Because I've said all I'm going to say on it. I've been saying it for years. Alex Jones is nothing more than a conspiracy theory wacko that needs to have, that needs to have his mouth sewn shut. When it comes to what happened 20 years ago, I mean, there are some things that he has said, and I will say this. He said a couple of things, and only a couple of things, two things that actually are truth coming out of his face. He does love him. He does love America. He loves this country. I give him credit for that. And he wants to see this country prosper. I give him credit for that. We all do. After that, everything else is bullshit. But what I don't like, and I will defend him on this, is the fact that while I may not like what he has to say, I will defend his right to say it. Yeah, you heard right, folks. I may not agree with him, or like what he has to say, but I will defend his right to say it. Now, do I want his garbage brought up on this on this network? No. And I and, and I have that right. Other shows can do what they want. I I run my show a certain way for a reason. Because I don't want to hear any of his garbage. Not about 9-11, nothing or anything else. I don't trust him. There's another guy that's just as bad as he is. David John Sponheim over on Vaughn.Live. Trust me, the two of them are two peas in a pod. But what I don't like is when the government decides out of the blue that a journalist, regardless, regardless of what he or she may have to say, is trespassing on capital grounds. Our tax dollars pay for those capital grounds. So guess what? Somebody better fucking tell these idiots in the Congress and the Senate. Because a lot of folks didn't break... There were a lot of people there that didn't break shit, attack people, none of that. And what about Ashley Babbitt and her murderer? Completely exonerated, done, kaput, not going to be charged. 
They gave this person a fucking pass on killing an American citizen who didn't have a weapon in her hand and was shot and killed. But that's okay. He, this person can get away with that. But let people who are journalists and not doing anything but their job now face criminal prosecution. As I said before, it can happen to any of us who are in the journalistic field, who are podcasters. So our uh, right-side broadcasting, be on your look, be, watch your back. One American News, watch your back. Newsmax, watch your back. Wild Bill, if you go to D.C., or even if you don't, watch your back. If you're a, podca- a conservative podcaster, watch your back. Uh, let me, I, get, I need to respond to Billy just real quick here. Billy, Billy, trust me. He may have told us about the space aliens, but he thought he was, but he, but he, apparently he's one himself. Just so you're aware. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> okay. So on that note, let's go to the phones and, uh, because I firmly believe there, that, that Biden and his, and, his, and his Justice Department assholes are going after conservatives who were, on, who were there that day on January 6th, but were not part of the overall situation on Capitol Hill. And since when is it criminal trespassing on taxpayer-funded grounds? Gunslinger, starting with you. Well, <laughs> interesting subject. Um, <clears throat> as for your favorite person, you know who, um, I will defend his right to say, just like you, just like you stated, whatever he wants to say. This he ain't my favorite country. person. Well, you know who I'm talking about. <clears throat> I met the man two times. One in Austin and one in Waco many years ago now. Not nothing recent, but many years ago. Uh, <clears throat> he's a nice person, okay? If you actually meet him, since these people, if you haven't ever met him, I have. But anyway, let's meet here and there. As for the Capitol, what I've said before, and this is no conspiracy theory, you know and I know that that whole building has got surveillance cameras in and out, inside and outside. I know how surveillance cameras work because I've installed plenty of CCTV, closed-circuit television, okay? And I've installed plenty of them. And i got three of them right around my property here that I can, I can zoom in on every fucking inch of this property, okay, from sitting at the convenience of my desk, wirelessly. I know they work, too. I used to work with them all the time. Yeah, well, you know, you know how they work, then. So and they yes. run twenty four seven. You know, run they run twenty four seven. So why why hasn't those that footage been released of how the people got into the Capitol? Did they actually break through the barriers? 
or did somebody open the door for him? I've heard reports that the Capitol Police just let him in. Okay? And the video would prove it. You know, video is worth 10,000 zillion words, you know. Actually, there, yeah. was, there was video showing Capitol Police letting them in the building. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I saw okay, it with yeah. my own eyes. Yeah, there you go. So what I just said was proven correct. They actually let them in. So, now, well, why did they do that? Okay, well, I don't know. Did they have a motive behind their stupidity? Probably did. I don't know what it was, but probably did. As for the, you know, Ashley Babbitt being shot, how come they didn't have the surveillance cameras right there rolling? Yeah, they got a couple still frames. Okay, yeah, all right. No, no biggie. But they got video, too. I guarantee you they got video. Okay. That lady told no, no danger to nobody. Okay. She wasn't armed. You know, and that's that's clearly in every state, for that matter. It doesn't necessarily have to be in Washington to deceive us, especially here in Texas. You know, I carry a gun, and I use it to defend myself if, if needed. Okay. But I can't just go and just shoot an unarmed person. Oh, my God. I'd spend the rest of my life under the damn prison. They had this thing in the law that said you have to fear for your life. That cop did not fear for his life. When there was Capitol Police outside that door, okay, shows pictures clearly, just a, well, about five foot behind an Ashley Babbitt. They had Capitol Police inside the room. About, what, 15 feet away or less, and they probably had at least semi-automatic weapons. That cop did not fear for his life. I'm sorry. I wish I would could have been surrounded by something like that if I ever got into a self-defense situation. Hell, I don't want plenty of armed people around me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it would come out in my favor. But there was no threat. There was no gunfire. There was nothing. That cop murdered her in cold blood. But remember, they're above the law, okay? They can get away with murder, and you can't. And there's your proof right there. Go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, I, th- I, I, I shudder to think um, just how the family must be feeling right now. Ashley Babbitt's family must be beside themselves. It's bad enough they're grieving for her having been murdered the way she was. And she was murdered, ladies and gentlemen. Make no mistake of that. This Capitol Police officer killed her in cold blood. She was unarmed. She was not making any kind of a threatening move. The cop was far enough away, and the cop had plenty of backup there around him where, where, where the cop was standing. So there was no reason to shoot this this woman at all. And the Capitol Police Department completely exonerated him and absolved him of all possible criminal charges, saying, you know, basically saying that no no wrongdoing was committed. But that's bullshit. And the reason you don't see any video surveillance footage of the shooting of Ashley Babbitt, they're suppressing the video. That's why. It's the only logical answer. 
That, my friends, is as simple as it gets. No, Billy, it was a cop. The chief, the, the, the chief of the Capitol Hill Police Department said the officer, they're not Democratic. a Democratic staffer. Yeah, it was cops. They, they, they proved Democratic. Right. Yeah. All right. In fact, hold on. Well, let me get... Um, let me get some comments from uh, Mike while I while I pull up okay. something here regarding Ashley Babbitt. Okay, George, uh, let's start with the whole Owen Schroyer. You know, he had a right to be exactly where he was. He didn't know. He didn't. According to the story, he didn't enter the building, but he's a taxpayer, and basically that. That building and that land, he paid for. So he has a right to be there. Now, he may not, might not have had a right to, to go into the building, but he has a right to be on that land. Now, uh, this isn't the first time that somebody like that has had his or her problems with uh, with a government with a with the federal government uh, in terms of being persecuted by the federal government go back in your history and read about this guy named Pete Santilli who got arrested because he who got arrested by the FBI because he was up at Bundy Ranch Okay, and they said all kinds of stuff about him that was not true, but he ended up, but he ended up having to serve like 600 days in a federal prison. All right, because he didn't, because he he may he may or may not have been carrying a gun or whatever, whatever it was, which, again, just because you're carrying a gun doesn't mean you're going to use it, you know, just because if he was carrying, if he was carrying, but the point was, he was persecuted just for being there, he was persecuted for standing in front of a, a person, I don't know if it was a personnel carrier, but it was a it was a truck that was carrying agents, you know, FBI agents and such like that, that that they wanted to go get the Bundys and because of, we know the story about Bundy Ranch. We know that we know that story, right? And so so he stood in front of that the truck or whatever it was and because he's was protesting by standing in front of that truck, they, they put him in a hole for 600 plus days, you know? So, so I mean, 
this, like I said, this isn't the first time. And probably, and under Biden, it's probably not going to be the last time that somebody's going to be put in prison because they basically disagree with the with the head of the government. Now, you know, Biden's so corrupt that he's he's basically a corrupting force throughout the government right now, even though he may or may not know it in terms of his cognitive decline, but he is corrupt, very corrupt, that whole family is corrupt, and he needs to go. And I just wish there was a way that somebody could get rid of this guy, you know, Legal-wise now, not not assassination-wise, I'm not saying that. I'm saying legal-wise, I'm saying if it was easier or whatever to get rid of him. Again, he's a corrupting force and an evil force. He's just evil. And the guy just corrupts everything he touches. Back to you, George. Well, to provide, uh, because Billy was saying it was a Democratic staffer, uh, that is incorrect. I posted in the Mixler chat room from fox5dc.com the story that clearly points out that the Capitol Police officer who fatally shot Ashley Babbitt formally exonerated. That's the headline that comes from this. Okay. Now listen to what this story says. The exoneration of the officer whose identity has not been released was the last step in, un- in wrapping up the investigation into the incident. USCP's Office of Professional Responsibility determined the officer's conduct was lawful and within department policy, which says an officer may use deadly force only when the officer reasonably believes that action is in the defense of human life, including the officer's own life, or in the defense of any person in immediate danger. Of serious physical injury said a statement from the United States Capitol Police released Monday, August 23rd. The officer, in this case, who is not being identified for the officer's safety, will will not be facing internal discipline. This officer and the officer's family have been the subject of numerous credible and specific threats for actions that were taken as part of the job for all of our of all our officers defending the congress members staff and the democratic process the actions of the officer in this case potentially saved members and staff from serious injury and possible death from a large crowd of rioters who forced their way into US capital into the US capital and to the house chamber where where members and staff were steps away. USCP officers had barricaded the speaker's lobby 
with furniture before a rioter shattered the glass door. If the doors were breached, the rioters would have immediate access to the house chambers. The officer's actions... I've got gnat fly, flies flying around, and they keep buzzing me. This is getting ridiculous. I just lost my place. Uh, I lost my place. Ah. Uh, the officer's actions were consistent with the officer's training and USCP policies and procedures. In April, the DOJ announced that they would not pursue criminal charges against the officer after examining video footage. Ah, examining video footage. Posted on social media. Posted on social media. Statements from the officer involved and other officers and, and witnesses to the events. Physical evidence from the scene of the shooting. And the results of an autopsy. I have to yawn, so bear with me one second. Sorry, guys. On January 6th, Babbitt joined a crowd of people that gathered on the U.S. Capitol grounds to protest the results of the 2020 presidential election. The investigation revealed that she was among a mob of people that entered the Capitol building and gained access to a hallway outside Speaker's lobby which leads to the chamber of the U.S. House of Representatives. Babbitt, a 14-year Air Force veteran from San Diego, was shot by the officer as she attempted to climb through a broken window of a door that led to the Speaker's lobby outside the House chamber. She was rushed to Washington Washington Hospital Center in critical condition and later died from her wounds. That is in, that's not that's not true, and I'll explain in a moment. Many have characterized Babbitt's death as unjust, and in June, her husband appeared on Tucker Carlson Tonight, saying the media's characterization of his wife sickened him. There was never, there has never been a person. Ashley ran across in her daily life that didn't love her and wouldn't remember her in some way, shape, or form for the rest of her life, he said. But this is the game. This is the social media craziness that people just run with a theory and just take off with it. You know, it is up to us and the ones that love her and people like you for not giving up on it. So I appreciate that, Tucker. In its April release, the DOJ said officials determined that there is insufficient insufficient evidence to support a criminal prosecution. The investigation into the incident is now fully closed. Okay. I'm going to go back to, to something that, was, that I read here just moments ago. It says here she was rushed to Washington Hospital Center in critical condition and later died from her wounds. She died on the scene. She was dead when she hit the floor. 
inside the Capitol. Who do they think they're trying to bullshit? She bled out right there on the floor. There was no way she was going to get to the hospital in in critical condition. Not when she was dead already. Can you say cover-up? No. You know, George... Anyway. Wow. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. I was just about to... I was just about to call on you, but you didn't give me a chance, so go ahead. But there's no evidence or whatever that that he committed the crime or that this was a crime or whatever it was. Doesn't that sound eerily familiar to what Comey said about Hillary Clinton? That there was no evidence that he intended to commit a crime or whatever? I mean, it's like... It's like almost word for word what he said about Hillary Clinton, what, the, what he says in that story about that cop. Okay, Mike. Wait till I uh, till yeah. I inter- till I ask you to step up because I might have gone to Gunslinger. You know, you need to give me a chance to uh, say who's up first. Okay, so please keep that in mind, huh? This isn't this isn't like other shows. We do things polite here. I just want to. Well, you could have waited until I announced you. You know. (laughs) Jeez. You could have been polite and give me a chance. That's my only commentary. That's my only commentary, Lord. That's my only commentary. Just to point that out. Okay. Okay. Just rem- just remember, in the future, let me announce, let me call on your voice before you go like a jackhammer. Okay. And that goes for anybody that calls in. I got to have a chance to, to 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 bring in to the conversation proper like. That's what a host is supposed to do. It's like it's like if you if I invite you to my house. And there are people here already. I want to be at least able to say, if they don't know you, folks, I want you to meet my buddy Mike from, from Cajun Country. You know, proper introduction is always a good idea, you see. All right, Gunslinger, you're up, bud. Uh, Excuse me. Oops. Well, you know, uh, like I've said, you know, like you said, and I'm going to say it again, what are they hiding uh, you're right. She bled out and died right there on right there on the floor. You think that no hospital wasn't no critical condition or any of that shit? Why are they saying that? Why, what are they covering up when they when they lie about this shit? you they're covering shit up. Okay. If not, they would tell the truth. Ooh, they can't do that because they're always lying about stuff. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I didn't see no. Uh, so video of the of the deal, maybe a little bit, you know, before she climbed up in that broken window. I don't even think she even broke the window out. Okay, uh, there was some video before that. Yeah, I agree. Outside of that of the doors there, 
but there was no video really of showing when she was shot at this exact moment and then what was the aftermath. Okay, there was there's none of that. So they they have it obviously. <laughs> okay, they they admitted they have it. So then why don't they release it? Let the world see what really went on. Okay. Like I said, you do not shoot unarmed people. Okay. That is that is they they drilled that into us when I first got my CHL, the concealed handgun license in ninety five for God's sake. Okay. They drilled that into our heads every fucking day. You cannot shoot unarmed people. That's a no no. That will get you in so much fucking trouble, you'll never get out of it. Okay? Well, unless you're a cop, I guess. And you, obviously, he got out of it. <laughs> so, does that mean that... Well, I guess they're above the law, aren't they? I mean, I'm, this is this is insanity, you know. Uh, I, this, is, this is crazy. I've never seen anything like it. But that's not just the an isolated incident. This has happened many, many times. Not in the capital, obvious, but all through, all over the country, where innocent people are getting shot by cops, and they get they get away with it. They come up with some kind of excuse. You know, it's I scratch your back, you scratch mine. You know, I see no evil, you see no evil. Back to blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you heard that term, I'm sure. Go ahead. Well, okay, fellas, let, let me let me point something out here. Okay. Um. And I want to go back to the to the uh, professional responsibility office and what they said and, this, and what was said here. Now they determined the officer's conduct was lawful and within department policy, which says an officer may use deadly force. Now here's this is what gets me. They may use deadly force only when the officer the officer. Blah, 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 blah. Let me try that again. <laughs> My tongue wasn't blocking the eye teeth this time. You know, you know what, what, what was happening there? It was getting tied up in knots. <laughs> Trying again. <laughs> I know this is this is one of those nights, folks. I'm telling you. I think it it started it started shortly after uh, Gunslinger put the comment in there about uh, Titty Tuesday. I'll leave that alone at that with that line. Okay, so <laughs> it says here uh, they determined that the, the the officer's conduct was lawful and within department policy, which says an officer may use deadly force only when the officer officer there I go again the officer God my tongue is not happy unless it's tied in knots. Only when the officer reasonably believes that action is in the defense of human life, including the officer's own life, or in the defense of any person in immediate danger of serious physical injury. How was her actions climbing into a window... placing that officer in danger or anyone else in danger. They were far enough away from her. She wasn't anywhere near them. But yet, she was a threat to them. Wow. 
How fucking unbelievable is that, folks? Yes, this will, this will, now I'm starting to sound like Elmer Fudd. (laughs) This little wisp of a woman, a 14-year veteran of the Air Force, and believe me, that's no, Air Force personnel are not a pushover. God knows, they're tough SOBs. And the women in the Air Force are even tougher than the guys. How do I know? I met an Air Force gal a few years back. And she was still in the Air Force when I met her. I met her in 12-step recovery. And this gal took one look at me. She looked me straight up and down. She goes, so you served in the New York Guard, you said? And I said, yeah. She goes, yeah, I know about the New York Guard. I've heard of them. I was thinking of joining them. I said, well, when you get out of the Air Force, are you living in uh, the area? And she said, yeah. She lives in, uh, in Montrose, or she did at the time. At least she did at that point. She looked at me and she said, you know, if you had stayed in, you probably would have been a lot thinner than you are. I said, I beg your pardon? Airman, you better have a, lo- a damn good reason for insulting me like that. Just because I happen to be a little on the hefty side, and I'm willing to admit that, doesn't give you the right to insult me in such a rude fashion. I was being—I was just being Kaboom. goofy at the time. I wasn't—I was being, huh? Kaboom! Kaboom! Oh, that was—that was you walking. Oh, shouldn't do that, George. Damn it! That, that's, a lot of Slinger, that's a lot of sliver. That's a lot. Dude, I'm going to get even with you for that, you, you know. That. I will get even. I don't know when, but I'm going to get even with you for that. Just you wait and see, sir. <laughs> yeah, no, no. With me, it wasn't so bad. Now my Now, my brother weighed a lot more than I do now. Okay, when he was alive, he weighed a lot more than me. Okay, my brother was over 400, 400 pounds plus. He took he took three steps. It was it was at least a five on the Richter scale. If I take three steps, it's only a, a, a one or two on the Richter scale. No big deal. <laughs> anyway, I picked on my brother when he was alive, and I still pick on him even though he's deceased. He'll get even with me. He'll find a way. Somehow, even though he's deceased, he'll still find a way to get even with me. I'm going to be watching my step when I walk outside. Pigeons may decide to use me as a statue. (laughs) That would be Billy's way of getting even. Now, getting back to what we're talking about here. Okay? Ashley Babbitt was no threat to anyone. This officer was allowed to skate, to escape criminal prosecution. There is nothing in their policy, by what I've read here, that says you have, they have the legal right to shoot an unarmed civilian. Now, I could see if she, was hold, if she had a knife or a gun or a baseball bat. Well, a baseball bat, I, sh- I wouldn't be shooting to kill unless she came charging at them. At that point, the officer then is well within his rights because then his life is in jeopardy. 
even with a baseball bat, because you can take a baseball bat and split somebody's skull wide open. I'm not defending the officer's actions. I'm condemning them. She was unarmed. There was no excuse for shooting her dead. And like I said, the woman hit the floor dead. She died on that floor. She bled out. The way she was shot, it w- she was done. There's no way she was in critical condition going to the hospital and dying at the hospital or en route to the hospital. I don't know who the fuck they think they're trying to fool, but no. The Babbitt family deserves the truth. They deserve better than they're being treated with. Folks, I get passionate when it comes to, when it comes to a human life being snuffed out by a, by a murdering son of a bitch. I'm sorry if I, see, if I, get, if I get angry on, on air like this. And I will apologize for that. Because it's unprofessional. I'm not a professional, but still I try to have a professional attitude. Something I'm very proud of. Now, bottom lining it, I don't give two shits what the Department of Justice is saying or the Capitol Police are saying. The facts speak louder than, than anything else. That officer is a coward and a murderer. And they just let a murderer go scot-free. And if that's the way they're going to operate, then, they're no, then they are taking their orders from their Democrat masters. Pelosi, Schumer, Biden, Harris, and so forth. I'm going to show you folks a picture of what this, of this young woman. Okay. This woman, Ashley Babbitt. This incredible woman. Here. This is Ashley Babbitt. Did this woman deserve to die? those of you who are watching on the video feeds, I'm going to do my damnedest to try and get this video posted on Rumble.com. Seems every so often I have trouble getting videos posted there because the files tend to be corrupted. I'm going to try and fix that tonight. I'm going to get this show up there by hook or crook. Ashley Babbitt was a young, attractive woman whose husband loved her dearly. This is an this is an Air Force veteran who did not who did not deserve to die. She didn't do anything that badly that warranted death. And a Capitol Hill police officer is scot-free. 
free to murder someone else. They just gave him a license to kill anyone. And they don't even understand the, the gravity of that kind of power that they're giving these officers now. I'm going to tell you something. I was going to save up some money. I was going to start saving money. And if I could, I would travel to Washington, D.C. If only to play tourist for a little while so I could walk up the Capitol steps, get my picture taken on the steps of Capitol Hill. Now check this out. After what happened to Ashley Babbitt, even if somebody offered to take me there, round, take me there, pay for a hotel room, and and have a round trip fare to come back with, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it because I'd be afraid of getting shot and killed by a Capitol Hill police officer. And now the Capitol Hill Police Department wants to open satellite locations. I believe one in Florida and another one, I I think, in California. I'll double-check that information just to be on the safe side, but they don't need satellite offices in in other places. Okay? The Capitol Hill Police Department is is, is for the cap is for Capitol Hill, not anywhere else. All right, but. But George, you gotta you gotta understand this fit. Remember, remember what Obama said. He wanted a police force that's just as well funded as the military, right? Well, you do this. Yeah, a lot of these people, a lot of Capitol City, and I believe the other state was Texas. I don't think it was California, but I could be really wrong about that. But uh, but you know, Obama said about wanting a police that's just as well funded as the military, well, that would kind of be the first step or one of the first steps in that if they allowed the Capitol Hill City, Capitol Hill Police to open up these, what what amounts to satellite offices, right? I mean, we already have the FBI in every state, right? An office for the FBI in every state, right? I mean... What would be, well, I mean, the FBI is federal, but again, Capitol Hill's job, the Capitol Hill's job, the police's job is to police Capitol Hill. That's their job. Their job is not to go into other states and, you know, and arrest people. That's not their job. And that's, that's what, of course, uh, they're, I guess they're being run by Democratic fuckheads, so 
what do you expect, right? Well, I'll tell you what. Fox News published this on their website July 6th. Capitol Police opening up new offices in Florida and California to handle threats to Congress. Police have been making major security upgrades since the January 6th attack on the Capitol. I'm not going to read the whole story, obviously, but the headline itself speaks, you know, it, it speaks volumes. It really does. Now, I want to know something. If there's a threat to the uh, to, to the to people in, in the Congress, okay, what's wrong with the FBI or the United States Marshal Service? They have jurisdiction in all 50 states. Can't they do something? Or is it more... To more likely that they want to open these new offices and be the strong arm for the for the for the for, for, for the Democrats. I think that's more likely than than uh, anything else. I mean, seriously. Gunslinger, is it, am I, am, wait a minute, Gunslinger was last to comment, so Mike, let me go to you on this question. Uh, I the think Capitol I Police want to open these, okay, go ahead, Mike, do you know what the question was? I think I've already, I, I think I've already, I think I've already commented on this, though, George, haven't I? Oh, so, so, so what was my question, then? Uh, do they, ah. do they... Do they have the right to do this? Which the answer to that is... That's not the no. question I was about to ask you, but okay. That wasn't the actual question I was going to ask just now, but uh, okay. Um, Gunslinger, if they open these offices up, how likely is it, over in a matter of short order, for the Capitol Police to take over the jurisdiction of where they open the office. Well, I think, you know, I, I think it's pretty stupid. I mean, why would you need these satellite offices? Every, even, even every state capital, nine times out of 10, it's the, uh, it's their department of public safety. I know it is here in Texas, down at Austin, that's the uh, capital of Texas. Uh, they don't have Capitol Police. They have the DPS, which is Department of Public Safety. Okay, uh, that's really odd, especially in Florida, in California. That's really I, I, that one there. I haven't figured out quite yet. Yet uh, they should be basically chained up to the to the Capitol. <laughs> that's what they that's what they do. Capitol Police are supposed to, besides shooting you or know, whatever. Uh, that's really weird. Be interesting to see how that would play out. I don't understand why 
they would have these these multiple offices. I mean, if it was the FBI, Federal Bureau of Investigation, well, I could see that. Hell, they got a fucking they got a, they got an office in in every major city, okay, throughout the country. All right. But these that's just another well another police state that they want. You know, more police, more police, more police, more laws, more laws. Yeah, really. See how that one works out. Good. Yeah, because, you know, it it seems to, this is what it, it seems like to me. You know, they're, they're, they say that they're opening these up to uh, combat threats against the Congress. But, in, but it seems to me that it's more likely they're going to open these up so that they have a higher authority, authority of jurisdiction than the local police or the local sheriffs in the area where they open up the satellite office. And if that's the case, they're being given too much power. You know, you see what I'm I mean, does anyone not does God, please stop stuttering. It's not funny. I'm not laughing. simple fact is we're being we're being set up for a fall i'm talking the i'm talking conservatives okay we're being set up for a fall and these satellite offices for the capitol police are just the beginning of that setup now, i can't prove that it's just you know it's just a feeling i have I pray to God I'm wrong. But something tells me I'm not. All right. Spent a lot of time on some of the, a lot of this stuff. So a lot of the stuff that uh, I wasn't able to do tonight, um, obviously I will get to tomorrow night. Because it just makes sense. But tonight, one final story. And there's a companion story with this, but I'll use that one tomorrow night. First thing, opening up the show after talking points. Now, it seems that... uh, the uh, academy that gave Andrew Cuomo, Mr. Monkey Tits, his uh, <laughs> Emmy for the COVID TV briefings. Well, Mr. Monkey Tits got his academy, his, his Emmy from the academy yanked. That's right. The uh, the people at the M- at the Emmys yanked his Emmy right out from right out from his right out from under him, and here's what it's uh, here's what Newsmax had to say about it. Disgraced former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo 
Mr. Monkey Tits. I threw that in there. Has been stripped of his Emmy. The International Academy of Television Arts and Sciences, the organization that presents Emmys on Tuesday, rescinded the award it gave him in recognition of his daily COVID-19 briefings in 2020, citing a damning investigation into sexual harassment allegations. In a statement tweeted out by USA Today's John Campbell, the Academy wrote that in light of the New York Attorney General's report and Andrew Cuomo's subsequent resignation as governor, it is rescinding his special 2020 International Emmy Award. His name and reference to his receiving the award will be eliminated from the International Academy of Materials going forward, the Academy declared. New York Attorney General Letitia James issued a seething, excuse me, a scathing report on August 3rd detailing her investigation into allegations Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women and alleged the governor violated both federal and state law. It found Cuomo sexually harassed current and former New York State employees by engaging in unwelcome and non-consensual touching and making numerous offensive comments of a suggestive and sexual nature that created a hostile work environment for women. Cuomo resigned and his lieutenant governor, Kathy Hochul, also a Democrat, became governor at the stroke of midnight Tuesday. Last November, the Academy announced it would award Cuomo an enemy, an enemy, an Emmy. This is getting ridiculous. I'm tired of stuttering. It's pissing me off. You know, I always say my tongue's blocking my eye teeth and I can't see what I'm saying. But it's not funny anymore. I'm serious. I'm not laughing anymore. This is scaring the piss out of me. That's why I'm going to a neurologist soon to to go through a battery of tests that I don't want to do. I don't think I, I don't really, I really don't think I have a choice. Well, anyway, Cuomo resigned and his lieutenant governor, Kathy Hochul, a Democrat, became governor at the stroke of midnight. Now, last November, oh, shit. Last November, the Academy announced it would award Cuomo an Emmy for his master, quote unquote, masterful coronavirus briefings during the initial COVID-19 surge. The governor's 111 daily briefings worked so well because he, because he effectively created television shows with characters, plot lines, and stories of success and failure. The group's president and CEO, Bruce Pazner, announced. People around the world tuned in to find out what was going on, and New York, though, and New York, tough, became a symbol of the determination to fight back. Hollywood celebrities, including Ben Stiller, Robert De Niro, Rosie Perez, and director Spike Lee, starred in a, com- a compilation video d- during the International Emmys broadcast last year and lauded Cuomo for the televised briefings. Thank you to all members of the Academy. Your work has brought smiles and hope 
and relief for so many people during these difficult days, Cuomo said in accepting his award. Vanity Fair reported at the time. I wish I could say that my daily COVID presentations are well choreographed, scripted, rehearsed, or reflected any of the talents you advance. They didn't. They offered only one thing, authentic truth and stability. Bullshit. Bullshit. But sometimes that's enough. Um, can y'all say bullshit? That was absolute grade A bullshit. I mean, come on. He lied through his teeth. Now, Kathy Hochul is now the governor. And as I said in my talking points, guys, this woman needs to strip the New York Safe Act off the books totally and completely. If she doesn't, strike one. She needs to find a way to help New York reopen even more. And that includes and not limited to telling Mayor Dumbass down in New York City to drop the mandates for businesses that he imposed. If she doesn't, strike two. And strike three is to recuse herself in any way, shape, or form from potentially pardoning Mr. Monkey Tits. If she doesn't, strike three. Now, she's going to have to be voted into that seat by the people of New York State. Given the way Cuomo treated the state of New York, lied to everyone, cost between nine and 15,000 seniors their lives, sexually harassed and fondled 11 women. The people of this state are sick of democratic bullshit. And seeing what the dumbass in the White House is doing, it even clinches that. I got a funny feeling, a really good feeling deep down, we're going to see a Republican governor again in the state of New York. All right. Uh, Gunslinger, I'll start with you, and then I'll go to Mike. Well, you know, with that, you know, I, I'll say this lieutenant governor is not as corrupt as the one that was in there. But who knows? Democrat, what do you expect? Birds of a feather flock together, don't they? Sure they do. So I, I have no idea who this lady is. You know, I have no idea. But in the in the chain of command, you know, you got a dickhead up on top, so go down the shaft, okay? Who knows? Uh, I have no idea on that one. Go ahead. Well, I don't know anything about her myself, really. I know her name. Now that I've 
chopped it up a few times. Uh, and not intentionally, I might add. I actually did it by mistake. And I'm willing to admit that. But I don't know that much about her. All I do know is, yes, she is a Democrat. Beyond that, I don't know what she's capable of. But we will find out in the days and weeks ahead. Mike? Okay, let's, let's address uh, Mr. Muckett and his, award, his pseudo-award. All right? They figure that, okay, we, they hate, you know that they're all liberals at the academy, right? At the, at the Emmys and all that stuff. So, liberals hate Trump. So, what's the best way for them to at the time to kind of get at him, giving giving Mr. Monkey Kit there that award. Now, now that Trump's gone, they figure, okay, it was a bullshit award anyway, and we can now basically take it away, wipe it clean. And basically... By saying by, by saying what he said, you got to give it to Monkey Kids, uh, Mr. Monkey Kids. Basically, yeah, it was bullshit what he said, but what he said was it wasn't meant to get awards. It was meant to get information out there. Now, granted, the information he was, uh, he, uh, you know, the information was fake news information, but that's neither here nor there. That's Basically, that's what those things. Yeah, it was kind of grandstand. Those those briefings were kind of grandstanding for him, because he still, at the time, thought he had a shot at possibly running for president. You know, that's what that was all about. Those those briefings was him running for president at the time. Now, turns out that right now he has no shot because of his well. Problems and because he, uh, I don't want to say because he, Mr. Monkey Tits, but hey, if the shoe fits, wear it, you know. But uh, it's going to be interesting because look, what do they always say about power? Power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Now I don't know, like like you said, and like Gunn said, I don't know if Miss Popel is. I mean, I don't know if it works the same way. Uh, if the lieutenant governor is the same as the lieutenant governor here in Louisiana, that really doesn't have much power, you know, here in Louisiana, the lieutenant governor. I don't know if that uh, Miss Hopeful, well, what what were her duties as lieutenant governor, you know? And so I don't know anything about that. So. It's going to be interesting how she adjusts to being in the highest office in New York, in the state of New York. You know, now she's not going to have she's not going to have too much time to adjust because, I mean, the election is coming up pretty soon, right, George, for governor, right? Um. I think it's in 2022, during the, the, at the same time the midterms take place. 
But um, if right. you, so, what I'm going to do, I'll, I'll look it up and, and to, be, to be on the safe side. Okay, um, so if it is 2022, then uh, she's taking over right now. So, and this is the, almost the end of 2021. So the, she's only got to be there for, she's only got a couple of years to prove herself to be worthy of running for that office. You know, yeah, so, Mike. Just to let you know, it's November eighth, twenty twenty-two. So it's this, at the same time the midterms are. Okay, so like I said, this, this is uh, this is August. Uh, this is late August, twenty twenty-one. So she's got a little bit over a year once she takes the oath of office to do some stuff to prove that she has the ability to run for that office. Yeah, she can do all the fundraising she can, but she has doesn't have she doesn't have the chops. I mean, in my mind she doesn't have the chops yet to be in that office. You know? So we gotta see what she does to adjust on the fly to having to being in that office. Back to you, George. Well, I think um, I think Governor Governor Hochul, uh, going from lieutenant governor to governor, uh, is not that big of a stretch, really, because the gov- the lieutenant governor, technically, and I'm just ge- of course I'm just guessing here, but nine times out of ten, my guesses are pretty pretty much close to spot on, so I've been told. Um, governor Hochul when she was lieutenant governor, had to be involved in all the decisions made by the governor. As far as, you know, you know, she had to be there. If anything were to happen to the governor and she had to take over, she had to have full knowledge of everything he did as far as the governor's office itself. All any 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 uh, proposals that are for laws to go on the books, uh, stuff he may have signed, um, any actions he, he any executive orders and actions he that he signed, so this way she could be up to speed. It's just like with the you know with the vice president of the United States, the vice president has to be aware of of all the things that the president does, regardless of who the president is and who the vice president is. So at the end of the day, if something were to happen, the vice president steps up, and they're already up to speed. But that's just a guess on my part, so don't 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 hold me to it. Gunslinger. Okay. Gunslinger, I got to you already, didn't I? Or are you haven't gone yet? No, I already said. I already said one. Good. Oh, okay. So then, here we are at the uh, at the at the end of the broadcast. Well, I guess it's a safe bet that we we we've hit the we're about to hit the brakes. <laughs> hit it in reverse, <laughs> dude. Crunch. Uh oh. Well, I think you've run Mr. Lucky Tits over. 
Nope. <laughs> Wasn't Mr. Monkey Kids. Never mind. You hit his car instead. Sheesh. Anyway, I want to take this opportunity to um, thank those who have joined me here tonight. Started, of course, and not limited to Iggy Mom over on Twitch. Uh, another TV viewer as well. Uh, trying to get the list open here so I can get all the people in there. Uh, Cherokee Rose, who has left for the evening. Uh, EQ Love and Hasu312. I think I pronounced it right. Hope I did anyway. Thank you all for tuning in on Twitch. The There was a viewer on DLive as well. Thank you for tuning in there. Uh, Gunslinger, Billy, and Mike from Louisiana, thank you all for being here too. And of course, all of you watching and listening by archives. Now, quickly, if you have enjoyed what's done here on this broadcast, all the stuff that I brought to the table for the guys to talk with me about, to share their thoughts about, if you like what we do here on Firefox News Online, then please help us out to stay on the air. Now, you cannot deduct this on your taxes. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm not set up for that. But your help, your donations are a great help here. Send your non-tax-deductible donations to paypal.me slash firefoxnewsonline. That's paypal.me slash firefoxnewsonline. Believe me, your donations are appreciated. As I said, you can't take this off on your taxes, but it helps us to stay on the air, which means you get to see more of the serious discussions and the fun that we have along the way, too. Especially when certain people around here pick on me like they do. Hint, hint, wink, wink. You, too. Who, me? How dare you? Yeah, right. Yes, you, sir. But you're not the only one. Uh, there's um, that other guy down down in the Cajun country there who pitched on who, who pitched on me too. So you're not alone in this. Trust me, not alone. But it's all done in good fun, folks. <laughs> all jokes aside, it's done in good fun. Uh, we now go to that fun-loving moment where the guys on the phones and myself get to share our our final thoughts. Now, let me explain what Final Thoughts is all about, for those of you who have, who have just tuned in for the first time. Very quickly, Final Thoughts is where we, we, we express our thoughts on some of the stuff we talked about tonight. Because at the end of the day, you may have missed something, or they may have additional thoughts that they want to express but didn't get a chance to before, and they thought of something toward the end of the broadcast, and like, oh, hey, uh, regarding this, 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 and this. And they and by the way, if you do get final thoughts, you did you get thoughts like that, guys, take pen and paper and write them down. So this way you can't forget them. Seriously, somebody suggested that to me once, and uh, I'm glad they did. So starting this off, 
we go to Cajun Country and Mike to start off with final thoughts. Um, my final thought is a final thought I've had already, but I'll have it again right now, and I'll say that <laughs> the, uh, Mr. Monkey Kit needs to be put behind bars, but he needs to be put behind bars with his brethren in the Bronx Zoo. Well, okie dokie. All right. Now to the Lone Star State. We go to that man with the with, with the sidearm, the hand cannon, gunslinger. Final thoughts. Well, you know, well, there, you know, there's a lot of people that need to be put behind bars. Uh, not only monkey tits there, but the cop that shot, you know, Babbitt. Okay, actually Babbitt. Uh, that was that was <coughs> self-defense. That was murder. That was plain and simple murder. Okay, I've said many times, and I should know because I carry a gun. I'm not no cop. I am a patriot, private citizen. Okay, exercising his right to keeping their arms. So I, I have to know, <laughs> okay, when you can use deadly force and when you can't. In that situation that he was in, there was no, there was no, there was no need for deadly force. Okay, there was no threat. The lady that wasn't armed with a baseball bat, like you said, a gun, a knife, or a bazooka. None of that ever occurred. Um, surrounded by armed fucking cops. Inside the room and outside the room, okay? That's like shooting ducks in a damn pond, okay? It's ridiculous, right? Uh, if I did that or you did that, if you could legally carry a gun, they'd put us under the prison. They wouldn't put us in the prison. They'd put us under the prison. That would be a, a murder yeah. one, okay? And so, No doubt about it. And so deep they have to come from later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So... They would probably have to There's pump a lot of sunlight people. in. That that'd be, we'd be down that deep. Oh, yeah, they'd have to pump sunlight into a 3 h fucking water hose. We'd be so goddamn deep under that sun, bitch. Okay, and I've, I've had to look into this shit, but like I said, I carry a gun. I carry something that that you don't want to be on the receiving end of, of one. Okay, so I have to know. And that if that situation happened to me, there would be no way in hell that I could use deadly force because the threat is not there. This is what people cannot understand. If the threat is not there, then you cannot use deadly force. Quick example, I mean, if the person's coming up towards you, yelling and fucking, I'm going to whoop your ass, motherfucker, and all this shit, and waving a fucking knife or, or brandishing a gun, okay, well, your life is in, you fear for your life right then and there. But if that person was to drop turn and run away from you, the threat is gone now. You cannot shoot that person. If you do, you're going to prison. Okay? So you have to make sure that the threat is there before you can before you're authorized you you know, justifiable deadly force is what it's called. There was no threat there. Show me where the threat was. There wasn't none. So, you know, like I said, that and that occurs all across the country. It's just not that one isolated incident. It occurs, you know, every time that there's a police shooting, 
you know, usually they they get off scot-free in most cases. Not in every case, but in most cases. And the innocent victim is, well, there you have it, just SOLs, we like to say, shit out of luck. But, uh, like I said, they need to be held, you know, accountable, just like the private citizen does. If we're going to be, have to be subject and, and held accountable to those laws, they need to be, too. What's good to the goose is good to the gander, isn't it? Go ahead. Have a nice night. Well, first of all, um, in my final thoughts, let me let me just say for the record, and, I, and I've said this before, and I will say it again, I do not like Alex Jones. I do not like what some of, a lot of the things he has said. Just because I don't like it and I don't want it said on this broadcast doesn't mean that I will not defend his right to say it. Having said that, we're all entitled to our opinions. We're all entitled to say what's on, on our hearts and, in our, and on our minds. As journalists, we, we are capable of doing that but being very cautious at the same time because sometimes, you know, our words are taken literal by the wrong people. But this one journalist, Schroyer, did not deserve to be put in the position he's been put in. He did not deserve that at all. He was a journalist. Walking on the grounds of the Capitol, which is, pay, which is funded by taxpayer dollars, to my knowledge, there is... I've never heard of any no trespassing signs put up on Capitol Hill. And he even said at the time there was no barricades, no barriers. And now, all of a sudden, the FBI and everybody and their brother is saying how this, um, you know, this situation was not planned and and they're in their own little way without actually saying the words they're trying to say that Antifa and BLM had nothing to do with it by making that statement but yet it was planned weeks in advance and I saw a video of Antifa supporters the video even stated because it was filmed by Antifa It was filmed by an Antifa member who said that these, uh, my, my friends and I are, get, are dressing to, to go into the Capitol. What were they dressing in? Trump gear. Now, if I can find it, and I'm just an average Joe Schmo, why can't the FBI? How can they sit there and make that kind of a claim? But yet, a journalist doing his job is told he's a criminal. Conservative journalists are being attacked left and right by the federal government. I sadly must admit I'm scared. I'm afraid that one day 
FBI is going to come knocking on my door and try to accuse me of a crime I didn't commit. Because I happen to be a journalist and a conservative. Now, regarding Ashley Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt. A 14-year veteran of the Air Force did not deserve to die as she did. Old age, when she's when she would have been 99.9999999999 and a half, yeah, then maybe because she will have lived a good life. But she was denied that opportunity. She was denied living a good life because an overzealous Capitol police officer shot her and she died on the at she died at the scene she died at the scene it was even stated she died at the scene but now all of a sudden the story's changed the, the, the capitol police are changing the story no this is unacceptable the officer has been exonerated This officer committed murder. And the Department of Justice and the Capitol Police exonerate this asshole? I hope that the Babbitt family sue the living shit out of the Department of Justice and and the Capitol Police. A wrongful death suit. There was no excuse for shooting her. She was unarmed. She didn't have a weapon. What, she climbed up on the window? What if she wasn't actually going through the window? But she just climbed up there. We'll never know. Because in my opinion, in my humble opinion, she was murdered and they're covering up the facts. Mm-hmm. And finally, when it comes down to it, we are faced with a very serious problem. We have a president... <laughs> Excuse me. I'm going to have to wash my mouth out with soap later. We have an alleged president who has quite literally taken this country and started burning it to the ground. He's like Nero, who fiddled while Rome burned. Well, guess what? Time to put a stop to that. A lot of the stories I couldn't get to tonight, I will get to tomorrow. Um, So, gentlemen, I want to thank you again for being here. And uh, all of you watching and listening by archives. For the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer. 
You all be good. If you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Now, how come I can say that without getting tongue-tied, but everything else tonight yeah. I've been going, Gunslinger, do you have any idea why that is? I don't. It's the craziest thing. Until the Wednesday night edition at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Good night, America. We'll see you then. And on that note, it's time to outro this puppy. Dun 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 d